episode 22 of the Creative Listening Podcast. And cool. I hope we're recording. Yes, we are. We are. Okay. Luke, Luke's scared. Uh, we're alive, Luke. We are. We are. This is Chris Berkheimer and Luke Laris. Yes. Hello, Internet. Hello. And other planets. Hello, reach. Yes. Yep. And future descendants. Um, it's been a while since we've released one of these, so we're doing our summer party podcast. And I, I think we're going to do it in two parts, Luke. Yeah. That's how epic it's going to be. We already have a bunch of people here waiting to get on mic, talk about all the good summer movies. So let's get to it. Uh, mm-hmm. With us today is Jack Bynum. Hello, everybody. And, hey. oh my God, Italian Joe is here, people. What's up, guys? Yep, Italian Joe's on mic. Yeah, it's great. But, yeah, it's great. And Murad's here. Howdy, y'all. He's always here. Just... Yeah, pretty just, much. Just go away. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What you uh, do with Dustin West? Dustin West <laughs> may appear on this podcast today. Really? No promises. He is, for to tell the real story, Dustin's been in Morocco on missions. So uh, he had never left the country before that. Went to Morocco and Greece. Lucky jerk. Yeah, uh, Greece is one of the most beautiful countries in the world. It's also the most now. bankrupt. Um. Uh, that's true. But it's a good time to go right now because they really would appreciate your business. Any oh, yeah. any tourist place. Um. Anyway, so he is driving into our hometown of San Marcos. I don't say that anymore. Sunny San Marcos. Sunny San Marcos, I'm, yes. I'm it, getting tired of it because it's 101 now. Yeah. It's very yeah. sunny. Yeah. There's a reason I never go outside. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to, just to kind of give you the layout, uh, this is our rough layout, but we might just do two segments for this first episode or first part, uh, but we will definitely end it with a Man of Steel review. We're going to talk about Man of Steel. We've put that off. But we're also hoping to talk about Monsters U today. Murad, are you going to be able to stick around for yes. talking about Monsters U? Awesome. And we, I don't know, we'll do some other fun stuff. But moving into it, I asked people, summertime is, is a good time for music. I yes, think everyone definitely. would agree. Um, free music in the park and just people release their albums, bands go on summer tours. So I asked everybody to come with uh, a song or an album that they like to play during the summer and to kick us off, I think we need to talk about the new Daft Punk because that yeah, is definitely yeah. And we we just listened to some of it, and I like the '70s vibe and feel. I think everybody kind of likes the. I, yeah. I, I like it because it used to be, especially like in the '90s when the grunge era kind of took over, mm-hmm. it was kind of looked down upon. And now it's sort of kind of getting the vibe back, and it's kind of dance and funky. It, right, it really is truly funky. It's oh, it's funky. <laughs> yeah, funky. It's, I love it. I mean. <laughs> Um, Murad, you hadn't heard anything from it, and we yeah. just listened to Some of Get Lucky, and I think you liked it. I do like it. I'm yeah. going to have to go see if they have it on vinyl somewhere. Oh, oh yeah. It'll cost you about $50, though. Bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. Not that much. Wait but, a little bit then. Yeah. But it's on vinyl. I know it is. I've seen it. Um, and we have some people floating around in the background, so if you hear that, remind us to, to smack them. It's a summer party, though, people. Lighten up. Um now I gotta say though I'm probably the biggest naysayer in the group for the new Daft Punk album. Really? Because who's who's listened to the album all the way through? Joe, have you? No, I haven't uh, yet. Okay, Jack, have you? No, I've listened to um, the first like five tracks. Okay, so Luke and I are the only ones who've heard the album all the way through. Yes. I think the album there's some songs in there that just go on too long, are yeah. little I don't want to say dry, but Basic. are. Yeah, a little generic, yeah. almost you could say. Yeah. Um, not not their best effort, and I I have pretty high expectations for Daft Punk because oh, yeah. of what they've done for music. So um, now there are some great singles, even more than Get Lucky. I like 
uh, "Lose Yourself to Dance." I oh, think yeah. the guitar part on that song yeah, it's, is it's, killer. That's a, that's a good um, real, that's a good real tasteful guitar. But just overall, not far from my favorite album even this year so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I feel like sometimes artists get so fixated, or the companies, the record companies get so fixated on the singles, like you know the hit songs, rather than right. making a good rounded album. They kind of just fill it with stuff that's you know not really yeah. worth being on the album. Yeah, it can happen. Um, well, and they always say try and get what is it ten tracks that are all three minutes long. That's like a perfect album that's to like, that's to like, a very commercial producer. Yeah, uh, the which basic album. I hate that idea. Yeah. But but um, we did we did learn a lesson from Led Zeppelin and Cashmere. You know, ten minutes is pushing it. <laughs> ten yeah. minutes for hey, one one guitar riff. Don't you knock minutes. Zeppelin? They can do yeah, whatever they want. I love. I, <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's just. Um, well, not anymore, because, you know, John Bonham's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, has anybody heard the new Vampire Weekend, just while we're on albums? Which one is that? That is, ooh, I think it's called Vampires of the City. It's got a... The, I don't know. It, it's good. Um, actually, it's really good. But it, they do some, like, vocal distortion and stuff that just didn't work for me. But, I think I have listened to it, I just can't remember specifically because yeah. I, I loaded all their stuff up it, on Spotify one day. It, it was n- so far it's not up to par with their other, other albums for me, but what is up to par uh, with one band's other albums is the new Sigur Ross. Has anybody oh, heard that? Um, no, I've, I've heard of it. Okay. I have not um, heard it. Yeah, Joe's, I don't think, hasn't even heard of them. No, yeah. no I haven't. Uh, they're from Iceland and they are hyper creative, very kind of off the wall, almost orchestral band. It's, it's interesting. It's it's I like it a lot. It's great music to um, to write or read to. But their newest album, it's called I think it's called Key Viker. It's in Iceland, yeah, Iceland. something like. <laughs> so, but uh, it's got like a mask on the front of it. That is a great album. But uh, it's a good album, really good album. Uh, it's it's up there. It may be my second favorite album of theirs. Really, and, and their album Tack is could be probably my top twenty albums. So, you know. But I also like the Baja Man a lot and that album where the dogs bark Christmas carols. So maybe you should listen to <laughs> yeah. it. Do y'all remember that? Remember yeah, that? yeah I remember yeah. you showing that a yeah. couple of years ago. Well, back. let's talk summer music. Blast and Get Lucky is obviously something you want to do oh, when, you're, your when you're heading to the river, when you're heading to the beach. Um, but what are, what are some albums? Jack, I'm sure you got something ready. Do you have oh, an yeah. album or um, what do you blast when you roll down the windows in the summer? When I, when I roll down the windows is uh, I blast uh, the Black Keys Brothers. Mm. It came out probably two or three years ago. Great album. Oh, yeah. Um, it's one of those albums where you can listen to any song and it, uh, any song and be completely satisfied. Yeah. And it's also when you – it's so bluesy and so – like I don't know, rhythmic, like the the way they mixed the drums in. Yeah. Like especially in my car, I've got a lot of bass, so the bass and the drums are real strong. Yeah. And it just feels really good while you're driving, and it actually like it calms me down from driving like, ah, like a million miles an hour everywhere. <laughs> well, it puts you in a good mood, man. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to yeah. you know just roll down your windows and just just cruise, you know. Yeah. So, so Joe agrees, Black Keys. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I like El Camino. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that is, yeah. Uh, Moneymaker is a real great song. Uh, everybody likes Gold on the Ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Luke, you've listened to that one before with me, but you I may not so. remember it. Yeah. yeah. I, know I, I know I've played it for you. It's it's good driving music. Nice. So. Uh, well, I have a playlist of a bunch of different electronic stuff that I just listen to all the time. Right. But uh, during the summer, i got to say that New Death Punk 
album was pretty good. Yeah. It just, you know, it, sure, it, it, some tracks go on, seem like they go on forever, but that's classic Daft Punk. That's yeah, that's their style. That's why I don't like a lot of their other albums is because of that. But yeah. you've got to learn how to listen to it, I think. With Daft Punk, you've got to listen to it while you're doing something long and mm-hmm. something like driving, for example. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it, it's a long album, so it'll kill some time. Oh, yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, jumping over Murad, you've been quiet. Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> I can see I'm, why. I'm a little, I go old school with my music. Um, okay. My favorite album is, um, well, The Greatest Hits by the Eagles. Oh, really? I love you. Yes. So any, <laughs> any, really, anything you. by the Eagles or Alabama. Oh, okay. Just you in the summertime. Um, my dad really loves the Eagles. Uh-oh, there's high-fiving Eagles fans <laughs> over here. Uh, I like the Eagles. There's there's some songs though that for me I'm just like this song's so corny. I don't know, like Lion Eye. What is it? Lion Eyes. You can't hide your lion eyes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those. I mean, Hotel California is a classic. Desperado. Yeah, uh, Desperado is like the only time it's pro- appropriate for a real man to cry. It's when he listens <laughs> to Desperado. <laughs> Uh, yes, just like that, Jack. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, well, I have one. Uh, the Police Live. Oh, uh, there's a two disc Police Live album yes. that is just killer to play in the summer. Uh, if you know the song "So Lonely," oh yeah, that is a great song to blast. Uh, I always play that when I'm driving near campus and stuff, and just going to the river. But and who doesn't love Roxanne? Yeah, and uh, then like you, you know, got Demolition Man, and then you got like, yeah, oh yeah, Demolition yeah, Man, and, like. Uh, of course, message in a bottle. Message in a you bottle. Know, all, the, all the songs are real, kind of that kind of odd. I think I think the police were really the beginning of alternative because they weren't mm-hmm. exactly like rock. Yeah, but they, but they were real like kind of groovy and they incorporated like jazz bass and like jazz drumming styles and like funk bass styles into right. rock and roll music. Now I'm gonna say it for our friend Jordan. Um, he's He's been. I, I hope that you guys have noticed. He's been really touting Skillet lately. He's, he's been like. He's, um, yeah, he's been on the podcast before. It's like, wow, dude. There you... are some good Skillet songs that are good to just jam to. I'm not near as big a Skillet fan as he is. No, I, you have to understand. When I was a good decade ago, I was like, Skillet's a cool band, man. I mean, that was a long time ago. I was yeah. in high school. <laughs> Um, that's when Skillet was so, underground. And yeah, I was, I was into Skillet when they weren't cool, you know? Um, hipster, hipster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just saying that for Jordan. But I think one thing we've noticed too is you, you got to get some classic rock, something with heavy guitar. That's what you, you play. Yeah. Zeppelin. Does. Or just some good bass. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with Zeppelin. Newer stuff though. Jack brought up even Nirvana, um, I I still like some of the old Flyleaf stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I can talk music all day. Oh yeah, but but there's um I th- I think sometimes what's nice about summer is you got so much downtime. Like what I'll do is I'll just go on YouTube and I'll search um full album mm-hmm. and like normally like because because you don't normally see like Nicki Minaj full album. You know that's true because it's like it's crap. because her fans only <laughs> buy the the, the, the single one, the one yeah. song yeah because crap anyway or they um, buy the album and listen to the one song because it's crap anyway <laughs> but, so like I listen to um oh what's the one album it's by the it's by the stroke I think it's by the Strokes it's like uh good good news for good news it, for people who that's like modest mouse this modest mouse good news for, yeah. for people who like bad news yeah, yeah that yeah. has float on on it yeah that's a, yeah. that's a good album yeah um 
Yeah, and Bethany, I brought it up, the old Vampire Weekend songs. Bethany likes to blast those uh, out the windows. Mm-hmm. That has um, Cousins oh, yeah. and uh, The Kids Don't Stand a Chance. I love mm-hmm. that song. Great bass line. So. And another, oh, my personal favorite, if you're going to the beach, like mm-hmm. the beach, Young the Giant, the album oh, Young yeah. the Giant. I mean, it's it's like surfer music, and it's real That's a pretty hipster, good album. and it's it's a good album. It's real I mean, hipster. It's real hipster. And it's... Let's see how many times we can drop hipster references <laughs> today. Let's make that our party game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all okay. right. I'll shut up, because otherwise I won't. Um, anything else about music? New well, albums people have heard? I gotta say, there's nothing like a good... Justin Bieber album oh just turned God. it up and <laughs> blessed the window. And Luke Laris died soon just, after that. Just, hey, you better go get just, your shot. Just turn up the album, turn in the man card. That's what he does. <laughs> well that's played, good, Luke. That's a good one. Well played. Um, all right. Well, some things I want to cover real quick. Well, just to say we haven't we haven't been together in a while. Dustin's been traveling. We did VBS, which we did a surfer theme. Funny enough, that was that was cool. Uh, yeah. Did some VBS stuff. So we listened to some Beach Boys, and that was fun. And uh, I got really sick because I played Surf and Stan at VBS and partied too hard. So did yeah, you know you, that, Jack? No, I, that's why you I, I got like a twenty four hour bug from one of the kids at VBS. Really? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awful. so that's why we didn't podcast. Well, I I woke up about. Um, if you're squeamish, don't listen to this, but I, I woke up about 9 a.m. the day after VBS and, uh, blue, blue sickness out one end and then the sickness came out the other end. <laughs> and then, oh, and man. thank God the last two raw was about two in the morning that next day. I uh, I threw up and it was it was you know you're really sick when your stomach is like squeezing you to yeah. say get whatever is in me out <laughs> yeah. so you're sitting there just going oh god <laughs> and every last bit like what you ate a year ago snuck out <laughs> whatever was caught in between your stomach's teeth yeah, you basically see your life flash yes. in front of you <laughs> oh, uh, on the porcelain it's so awful no um okay to go back to sanitary um I could tell that you you guys were like listening to Beach Boys and stuff during. BBS because my dad went down into the basement and he found um, a four track or like like not not a four track but like four vinyls yeah of um, the Beatles or not the Beatles the Beach, Be- Boys. Beach Boys live in California oh, nice. from like the sixties and he played it and he knew like every single word and I didn't know this but that it's was his like favorite band growing up if uh, yeah it doesn't surprise me. If people don't know, Jack's dad is uh, one of the most music, musically talented and knowledgeable people I've ever met. Uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he I has mean, his own studio. He's a sick uh, guitar player. Yeah, he's an amazing guitar player. Anyways, so yeah, he provided us with a lot of Beach Boys. <laughs> I can sure. imagine. Um, so he made it happen. Uh, also recently, shout out to my brother. got to see him. And the other day, he wanted to go get a gun. So I went with my dad and my brother to look at guns at Cabela's. And my dad was like, Chris, let's look at shotguns. And people that know me know I'm not really somebody that goes in a sporting goods store and is like, let me hold that shotgun. Yeah. It, I like to shoot skeet, but I don't hunt or anything. Anyways, so my dad keeps asking me questions about, like, what kind of shotguns do you like? And my brother just turns to me and goes, dad wants to buy you a shotgun today. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So I got a Remington 870 12-gauge oh, pump dude, action. Oh, are really good. Yeah, nice. it's uh, – as I understand it, uh, it's kind of the – to use a paintball metaphor, it's the Tipman 98 of <laughs> of shotguns. It's like the standard 
of good quality. Oh yeah. Um, basically, Rem- if Remington if you want to make a good shotgun, you try and and make it better than the 870, and you've made a good shotgun. Basically. Yeah, you made a very good shotgun. Yeah. Um, so there you go. So I, how, wait, I have how, a shotgun. How, how big of a um, <laughs> uh, like how many how many can it hold? Like how many? Uh, three. Three. Okay. Yeah. And then it's um, it's nice and versatile though because it can hold uh, lots of different types of rounds. Yeah. Um, there was actually if you want to do bird or buck or whatever you're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was actually kind of an interesting story. I my a friend of mine lives out like in the woods, you know, and he's got one of those. Well, he had a German foreign exchange student, mm-hmm. and she had never shot a gun before. Yeah, so they went and shot skeet. I mean, just skeet. Yeah, and there was a photo of it, and it got on Facebook, and her parents in Germany were so freaked out. <laughs> oh, yeah. that they called her, and she she came home midway through the semester. Are you serious? I'm serious. Wow, yeah, wow. her name was Sam. She was you know, so funny. annoyed. I go out to uh, Dietzville, Texas, to shoot guns where there's a gun range, and there's yeah. a German guy that works there. And <laughs> he would rather be here in Texas so he can shoot guns. Yeah, yes. no, yeah like it's yeah. so weird. No, because she'll come here and like. She, she like she's like sixteen, and she drinks. You know, she would drink beer with. Oh yeah, uh, my friend's parents because like she, because she's she's, she's German. She's used to it. Yeah, yeah, she's German. <laughs> yeah, but she can't shoot skeet, which yeah. is well, so awkward. The, so the joke has always been that the Europeans are more open about like, of course, alcohol, but also nudity. But yeah. but they're very staunch against violence. Whereas the Americans are totally cool with violence, but nudity mm-hmm. offends us. Um, that's kind of the trade-off there. That's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, we just got deep, man. Yeah, for we real. Did. Uh, let's talk about some stuff. Oh, I was going to mention uh, with my parents and my brother, we watched Bernie, which is a Texas movie, funny enough. Hmm. Have you all heard of this one? Bernie? It's on Netflix. I, I, I showed Murad a clip where a guy talks about the five parts of Texas. Oh, yeah. It's the most amazing thing ever, where he says, I can't do it justice. Go on YouTube and look up Bernie, five parts of Texas. But basically he talks about, like, San Antonio's where the Tex meets the Mex. He's like, a lot of people forget the panhandle. And then he just moves on to the next part. He's like, Central Central Texas is the People's Republic of Austin with a bunch of liberal fruitcakes and hairy women. (laughs) And then he's like, West Texas is... uh, where you got your flat ranches and some nice folk. And he's like, but East Texas is the palace behind the pines. You know, it's a, it's a good place, you know, because that's where he's from. So, um, uh, I beg to differ. But if you're from Texas, Bernie is a pretty funny movie. But it's an it's interesting and true story and, in my opinion, the best Jack Black performance. Oh, Jack um, Black's in it. It is not a, a hard, well, what's the word? It's not a slapsticky role, role? for him. Yeah. He plays a larger-than-life character. Um, he plays actually a, a mortician who was like well liked in this town, um, and I don't want to spoil a lot, but it's it's a very interesting film. That's interesting, but, but don't expect a big laugh out loud. Yeah, Jack not, Black not Nacho Libre. It, it's funny, okay. but it's it's more interesting than funny. Okay. Um, so, anyways, that's Bernie, and uh, unfortunately, I'm the only other one. He's good. Yeah, Luke has sprung a leak. Uh, <laughs> um. I am the only one that has seen Under the Dome, but uh, I did want to talk about it with you guys. Does anybody know what that is? Yes. Um, Mirad, what do, you, what do you know about it? Well, I mean, all I know is what the commercials are saying. You know, okay. It's a town which, you know, this dome appears over it, and mm-hmm. no one can get in or out, and they don't know why. Yeah, you pretty much covered the interesting parts right there. Cool. Because um, the great <laughs> part is the story. The bad part is the characters and the actors. Oh. Um 
it's it's going to be a summer mo- um, miniseries. So it's only I'm pretty sure it's only going to be 13 episodes. What what um, station? CBS. CBS. Yeah. And Bethany and I watched the first episode. And it was interesting. It's based on a Stephen King book, which a lot of people don't know. Stephen King doesn't always do straight horror. Sometimes he does kind of more supernatural thriller type type stuff, you know. Yes. I, and uh... and uh, you know what? He one of his best things is he does usually write characters you can root for, no matter how good or evil they might seem. You know, yeah. you you want to follow them at least. But uh, with this, I think it was just the some of the actors. Basically, I was like. You know what? If this dome is a big experiment where a lot of people die, like I'm not really going to care that much for some of these characters. Um, I, there were some actors in there I recognized. For example, the helicopter pilot from Lost oh, is in there as the sheriff. Really? Uh huh. Okay. Um, but he, uh, like, he may already be gone. Actually, which he's one of the most interesting people. Like, I was yeah. like, did you really just is is he gone? One of one of your better, better characters. But here's where where the um, the real interest comes. Um, the dome follows falls over the city, and you can't hear on the other side of it, and you can't um, – so, like, people can't talk through it, and they can't get signals out of it and stuff. So there's a part where a fire truck is coming towards the dome, and they can't see it. So a guy inside of the dome tries to stop them. Unfortunately, he does. But then later, there's, like, a part where they try and stop a semi-truck, and it's too late. And without hearing a sound, you just see the thing go against this perfectly formed wall and just smash to pieces. Like, like it hit the hardest wall you've ever seen because it just flattens this semi-truck, you know, right up against it. It was pretty cool because the wall didn't give it all, and it's soundless. So the people are just standing there in front of it watching this truck just get scrunched like an accordion. That would be annoying to um, film. (laughs) Oh, and and kind of I think people online have already been talking about this a lot – there's a part where the dome falls onto stuff and it cuts through buildings and houses. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a cow out in a field that gets cut in half by the <laughs> dome. And it was pretty intense. Um, Bethany oh, did not like that part. I, I can imagine. Uh, I was yelling, move, move. <laughs> but he didn't move in time. It was sad. So I would say, you know, it, there's not much on right now anyways. Yeah. I, I would check it out. Uh, I don't think it's online for free anymore. Um but I'm I'm sure you can catch it because they they don't have yeah. a lot of other options. So, um, gosh, we've covered a lot of summer stuff. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Does anybody anybody else? Joe, did you um, kill a man this summer or anything? Or? Uh, two. <laughs> two. Oh. Two. Yeah. Okay. Going for a record, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Seven and a half is this record. Seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just getting started. I I would encourage people to get the most out of their summer and to not kill people. Hmm. Leave more for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know Jack. You've gone to some free concerts here in town, and yeah, yeah. And Summer in the Park. Yeah, I actually Summer in the Park. A, back to music. I actually saw a band. It was Mumford and Sons style, like drums. Hmm. The guy was doing very simple drums, and they had a guy with a stand-up bass and acoustic guitar. Yeah. And then a trombone player, and the trombone player was playing like jazz stuff over the music. It was actually really cool. Um, so instead of like a banjo, they have a trombone. And but the singer sang in a more traditional like blues, bluegrass style of like, I, I don't know. It was really intriguing and it was real hip because normally it's like was, old, real, was it a real hipster? It, <laughs> it, I saw a lot of hipsters there. Yeah, like, I'm sure it, you did. It was like it's normally like a lot of 
old country bands that you know nobody right. really cares about it anymore. So <laughs> yeah, well, it was folk? like a mix between Mumford and Sons and the Black Keys almost. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. that sounds really good actually. It was, it, and um, the trombone player could. I mean, he could play the trombone. Could play the trombone. That's good. <laughs> and then he could he could uh, sing really well too. Really good harmony. Huh. Yeah. What was the band called? Do you know? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you actually just reminded me, Jack. Did you know NPR Music featured a band from San Marcos, our hometown, the other day? Oh, really? Um, it's a band called the Oh Hellos, the brother and sister pairing. Uh, they're Christian, and uh, but they're Christian like you too. Like you know, it's not overt. Anyways, kind of folky. Uh, she has a actually both of them have great voices. Um, real great songwriting. Definitely, if you like Mumford and Sons, go for them. And uh, I don't like Mumford and Sons, but I do like that style of music. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Um, I, but Ian, Ian wants to come on and say something about Oh Hellos. Do you want to? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> they are they are close to our good friend Jack Brown too. Um, I have oh, not cool. seen them play yet, but I do um, uh, own their album. Uh, what's it called? Through the Deep Dark Valley, which is only like nine bucks on I Amazon. Should, I should borrow MP3. that. Um, I have it on MP3. I should borrow but, that. Okay. Okay. Um, no, you should buy your own and support local music. <laughs> How's that? Oh, I'll take that. Says the Xbox One. <laughs> hey, Xbox One is not as good as PS4 because PS4 has four. Xbox only has one. So, yeah. That was terrible. The the PS4 is going to cost like $20 million. The The PS4 is going to be $100 cheaper than the Xbox One. So it's going to be, you know, you know how many, um, trans, you know how many like transistors the Xbox One is going to have? It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm not going to get it. Two billion. So, what does that even mean? Million. I don't know what that it's doesn't like, it's matter. Like, it's like the little, the little metal bits, little metal bits. Okay, no, the no, electricity no, no. On the motherboard, it's like, it's like, oh it's like, it's like. Oh PS4 God. is it's gonna, gonna be have better. A lot of stuff. PS4. You know what? I don't even have to bash the Xbox One because the internet's already done it for me. Yes, exactly. And PS4 has already like sold out in pre-sales. Yeah, it, it's the PS4 has just blown the Xbox One away. There's yeah. no way. Okay, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah, get in the corner. Get in the corner. Go cry. I'm trying to hear it. I told you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I agree with the, I don't know, the Xbox One, they've made some mistakes, but I'll never go, never go PlayStation. Really? Their controllers are just, that, I do not, I, I agree I with do that. not like the joystick. My PlayStation 3 came with a Blu-ray player, so argue that, against that. that. Well, the controllers, I like, don't really care for Blu-ray. gaming. I mean, DVD and Blu-ray, the same thing. I'm no, just, it's not. To me, it's no, not. It's, the not. it's very different. They're very. They're close. Enough. I'm just gonna keep playing Super Smash Bros. on my GameCube. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. All right, Joe. Okay. You win this round. Joe wins. <laughs> you win this round. Do you have Mario Kart Double Dash? No. This is a highlight. You know what? Impromptu highlight. Boom. Most underrated racing game. Not even Mario Kart game. Mario Kart Double Dash. Oh yeah, completely. That game. Oh yeah. Is fantastic. Mira, did you ever play that? No. You had two people in a cart together, so you could switch drivers for different areas and stuff. I have played it like, yeah. a long time ago. And they would get different special weapons, and you could hold more weapons. Was... And you could also play two people in one cart. Yeah, it was fantastic. So I could drive while another guy's handling the guns. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. super cool. It was great. That was a I mean, great game, and uh, not enough people played you know, it. You know what? You know what's another underrated game? Okay. This can be part of the highlight, too. I, I, Star Wars Battlefront. Yes, or uh, second one, the second one. Yeah, second one. It was pretty cool. I mean, like, no, like I, I played a game for years. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. still like I still pop it into my Xbox 360. Like, you know what game steals your soul? Oh, it's so great. Candy Crush. Don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it steals your soul. 
It makes you play it all night and That's... wake up for work going, why? <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time to end this segment yeah. one because we're summer partying. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll be back either with a quick segment two or a Superman or sorry Man of Steel review. So we will see you then. Bye bye. See you. <laughs>
by anybody. Well, standards. I've seen a lot of those, and we're going to be talking about Joseph and um, what was the other one, Prince of Egypt, when we do a based on the Bible movie marathon. Oh, okay. But, yeah, Joe. Uh, when I asked if anybody had seen this movie, you said me, and I love it. Is to paraphrase. Yeah. So still love it. Yes. Yes. But it's been a few years. Been a few years. Yeah. Okay. I used to. I used to like watch it all the time when I was little. I was just like Eldorado. Yep. <laughs> they have a really good song. Just in going it too. around oh, singing the song. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and Ian, do you know how long it's been? Since the biggest. Been? It's been a really long time, but it was. But when I used to watch it, it was one of those movies when I was a little kid. I just obsessed over for huh. like, you know. Yeah, I think I think you had yeah. a VHS. Probably like a year, and then it just disappeared out of my life. So I remember most of it. Yeah. And like, I don't know, just. Like, the relationship the two guys have together is just hilarious, because, of course, there's, like, the one that's, like, the smart one, and he's always like, no, don't do that reckless thing, and then the other one's like, I'm gonna go do this reckless thing, uh, and then he it, does it. I that ex- told you so. So, it's, yeah. a, good, it's ex- a good buddy movie. Yeah, that, ex- yeah. that explains me and Ian's relationship. And their, un- <laughs> and their unincredible luck during the entire thing, like, if I could just say one thing about how uh-huh. the people thought they were gods, is because they went up to, like... Uh, like the top of their city to yeah. like go talk to like the chief guy, and and they and the the reckless one was like, well, we're blah 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 gods and whatnot, and like lied. He made up mm-hmm. this lie, and he was like, we'll go prove it. So they go stand out on the steps, and they like put their hands up, and they're both like talking, like whispering to each other, like, what are we doing? We have no idea, right? And then they both scream, and at once, like, there's this volcano in the background that just erupts, <laughs> and the entire city's like, ah, this is like my favorite. They part made the, the volcano. Thing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it's. That's so perfect. That's pretty it's, cool. It's, it's so great. Um, you know what you guys tell me about it reminds me of, if you want to see the um, adult versions movie, or basically the versions movie for adults, there's a movie called The Man Who Would Be King with Sean Connery and Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. Where they go se- seeking a uh, hidden city in the Middle East, their British it's, troops. Yeah, it's the, sort of, yeah, um, it's a Middle East version it, it, of it. It's, it's kind of the exact same thing, except for it's a drama. It's a good movie, though. Yeah. Um, Anyways, you just reminded me of that. Well, I just to let people know, I bought this movie online and swear I had it shipped to my house, but I, I can't find it. Oh, <laughs> we don't know where it no. is. Oh, uh, no. So that's why Luke and I haven't seen it. So uh, maybe it'll turn up and I'll see it eventually. But uh, everybody recommends it, it sounds like. Good movie. It's classic. And I wanted to give some props while I was thinking about it. Props to Jack Bynum. He brought us all soda today. Yay. And, Yay. Uh, and I want to say happy birthday to my wife because we didn't podcast because I was sick on her birthday. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yes. had a good description and, of that. And, and thank her for, for always cleaning up the apartment when you guys come over. Or you Anyways, get sick. So I'm going to make her listen to this part so that I can get some brownie points. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's the road to El Dorado. And up next is our Man of Steel review. So stay tuned for that. Yes. See you then. <laughs> Welcome to segment three of episode 22 of the Creative Listening Podcast. We have a ton of people at the table right now because everybody wants to talk about Man of Steel. So we're going to get right into it. We're going to do a review, and then we'll talk about the spoilers. Um, I'm sure the Internet's already spoiled it for everybody, and most people have seen it. We're kind of late on a review, but I want to talk about it. Um, so we have 
Ian right here. Yeah, we do. Uh, Timothy Darnell is back. I'm back. It's been a while. Murad is here. Howdy, y'all. Joe. Hey. And Jack. Yeah. And uh, we just killed Luke. We just decided, you know yeah. what? He didn't see Man of Steel, so <laughs> we he's just, dead. We, we got a different tech guy. Yeah, we got a new tech guy. He's a gnome. He's a little gnome man from another dimension. He His only, name's Gerard. He only eats blue. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Man of Steel was Zack Snyder's Superman movie, who directed 300 and The Watchmen. Yeah. Um, some A lot of critics consider him one of the worst major direction or directors today, but Christopher Nolan from the Dark Knight trilogy, Produced was a it. producer. So his hand was involved yeah. in there. Um, so I guess let's just give our o- overall impressions, and we'll go around the table. Um, and I'll start, since I've already kind of gotten going. Uh, I think I have a love-hate relationship with this movie. And what I hate, I think I'm too forgiving of, because what I love, I really did love which is almost all of the backstory of Superman was so yeah. well done. Yeah. I yeah. loved Krypton. Uh, I loved almost all the casting. Uh, uh, Lois Lane, played by Amy Adams, was great. I thought Henry Cavill, who hasn't been in much else before this, was a g- great Superman. Um, you got no Clark Kent from him, though, which kind of mm-hmm. stunk, because Clark Kent is such a vital part of that character. Um However, Russell Crowe was great casting. He stole the show uh, with one big scene. I think you know, you guys know what yeah. I'm talking about. Um, and I, I loved just you know seeing Superman being born and raised in Kansas, uh, yeah. so to speak. But then the movie shifted gears to an action movie, <laughs> and not a very good action movie. No, it had it uh, Superman when he fought and did some other stuff. I had some real problems with that. I don't want to get too much in the end. But really, there was actually a part with the chick. There was a female uh, villain that I thought she had the coolest action scene where she was moving like in uh, high speed, you know, around people. Yeah, that was yeah. very, that was very cool. cool. Um, but overall, like, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to buy this movie when it comes out on DVD. Nope. But I am glad I saw it. So that's kind of where I land. Mm. Um, yeah. So, Ian. It, my, I go, I go along with you in the, in the idea that at, at first I was just like compelling backstory. Oh wow! And then second half, <laughs> the end. Okay. That was it for me. I no, at the end of the movie, I was just like, that movie ended for me. That movie. <laughs> I am glad about that, and I walked out, and yeah, I was tired because it was the opening night, and that might be why I partially don't like it because I was asleep and wanted to sleep more than watch the movie. Wow. Um, but yeah, that so was you came it. in a little biased. I did, I did already. I was like, I'm trying yet, to stay awake. Yeah, when I asked for everybody with their for their score, you did not have the lowest score. Uh, um, yeah, he did. He said four. I said four. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought Joe had the lowest score. No, not I, to give anything I had away. Five. Five. Okay. All right, yeah. Timothy, it's your turn though. Okay. Well, I would have to go with you on the action part. It was not very good. But um, if someone who had never heard of Superman or seen a Superman movie. That's what I would show them first because, like, it has such a good backstory. Of right. Them. Yeah. Like um, and yeah. It, it covers the good parts well, uh, although it does change some of his backstory. It, it I was does, okay yeah. with most of the changes. I was. Yeah. All right. But, now, Murad's looking deep. Actually, well, well, <laughs> one other thing. Is, this uh, movie looked really beautiful, too. Like, the way it was yeah. edited and everything else, it was, like, a beautiful movie. It was clean, but, but that was just because it had lots of money behind it because it yeah. was a Superman movie. I know. Yeah. I just, but I anyway. thought it was pretty. Yeah. Well, I. The one thing that, like, really got me was... Spoiler alert. During the action parts, 
it looked like he was killing civilians while he was fighting the other people because he smashed so many buildings. Yeah, he's yeah. like trying to. We'll we'll he, get into that some more. He like yeah. killed more people than he was protecting. In all honesty, it, it certainly seemed that way. Mirad, well, I came in to this um, with low expectations for this movie. Okay, I haven't really seen the who plays Superman. Henry Cavill, Cavill. Um, I had a lot of doubts about him coming into this movie. Yeah. Um, I was very impressed by what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that was good for me. But there were just a lot of things wrong with this movie. Yeah. Including the fighting scenes. Less of the choreography of the fighting, but the camera work was terrible. Mm-hmm. In my yeah. Opinion. Mm-hmm. You, well, you it was, couldn't tell what was happening all the time. Uh, and they were. I think some of that was trying to hide CG. Yeah, where you could tell it wasn't two people. Well, yeah, it, it makes it easier to do stuff if you if you just make it fast paced and right. just looks cool. And yeah, it really just wasn't. Um, but like you said, the cast was good. I like some of the small stuff to put in there. I don't know if you saw the Lex, Lex Luthor. Corp. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's another one I just forget it. Uh, but other than that, it was overall it was a good movie. I think because I came in with low expectations, it was a I rate it pretty high because of that. Yeah. Um, but I liked it overall. Yeah, okay. that was that was my problem. I came in with such high expectations because yeah. they gave you nothing on the preview. I was just like, it looks so artsy. I, I yeah. try not to, but I I really want there to be an amazing Superman movie that, that goes for this generation the way there was a Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah. Yeah. But All-Star I don't know Superman. if this is it. <laughs> uh, yeah, All-Star Superman is, actually. Animated. All right, it's, it's Joe's turn. All right, so... I thought that it was the longest rushed movie there is. <laughs> like, I don't know how they made it so long, but accomplished so little. <laughs> like, when it was over, I don't know, it seemed to me like just like nothing was accomplished. It was just like, oh, all right. Daddy issues okay. resolved. Well, and it took, uh, what, like 33 years for it all to take place, yeah. too. Yeah. So. It was a long stretch of time in the film world. I, I had really high expectations for it because I thought that the trailer was really good. Yeah, and I think fantastic. that if they had made a really bad trailer, then it would have been a really good movie. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to lower people's expectations. Yeah. That's a good point. That first teaser was amazing. It was it was incredible. Yeah. All right, Jack, All right. I guess it's your turn. Um, I'm last. Oh, wow. This is, this is great. Okay. Um I thought that the camera work was, I agree with Mirad, it was so disorienting at times, and it was so unnecessary, and it was more of a kind of, he was trying to replay Zack Snyder, he was trying to replay the camera work he did in 300, where it was real shaky, and it was like, not necessarily slow-mo, but he zoomed in on things he didn't really need to zoom in on, he wanted it to make it more like a down-and-dirty sort of feel, but he didn't accomplish that because it's a big blockbuster movie. Yeah. And I think it, it it's a it's a good Superman movie, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a it's a good movie. <laughs> because because the problem That's with, a good way to put the it. problem with Superman is you don't get like to compare it to like Batman. Batman you have the painful background, you have the anger, you have the darkness to work with, you know, as as a character as opposed to um Superman, you you sort of you could play with the idea, you know, he feels like he's so torn out of his original home and he doesn't know who he is. They didn't play with that enough. And again, it goes back to what you were saying about them not yeah. expulting his childhood in Kansas. 
Well, I, I liked all those scenes, though. I liked um, Kevin Costner. And oh, no, Pac yeah. And yeah. Everything. No. And every one of those was pretty great, except for uh, one really, one that didn't make sense at all. But that's in the spoiler section of the review. Um, let me ask you guys this. <clears throat> you got $10 in your pocket. Oh, boy. You haven't seen Iron Man 3. Uh, or okay, pretend I'm I'm I was gonna say Joe Blow, but Joe's right here. Um, so pretend I'm I'm Rick B. Nobody, and I have ten dollars. I haven't seen Iron Man, Star Trek, or Superman. Oh my gosh! What movie do I go Star see? Trek. Star Trek. Did you see all the other Iron Mans already? Uh, let's just assume yes that I've seen every everything else leading up star um star I, I think i think star trek is a star trek is a better yeah. all-around movie than <laughs> iron man 3 star trek star trek star trek yeah star trek for me as well um star trek <laughs> Ian, Ian, Ian you need to see iron man did we all say star trek yeah, yeah. Uh, okay uh, now for me i i'm not saying though because i think some of y'all really rec- like are we in the eight to ten range like no, star trek no no i was on point i said star trek would be top three of the year so yeah, yeah. all right and I, it's better than superman i, I, I did yeah. I, I did but like it's it. not gonna be better in pacific rim so no oh i know <laughs> i'm saying that stick that up your tailpipe well, <laughs> um, well right the day before my birthday so the, the day i'll be gone um, <laughs> there's a goat in here. Uh, don't do that. Not right now. Um, Wait for Star Trek. I had the same expectations. Okay. for Superman, but I was I was happy with Star Trek. Star Trek fulfilled those ex- yeah. expectations better than Superman. I had sure. some different. I don't want to get into Star Trek, but I had some different problems since I've seen more of the original series and um, some of the movies that would spoil it for you. Anyways. Um, I want to ask you all this, because something in- interesting situation we have here, um, all of us at the table are Christians, and Superman has always been quite possibly the largest Christ metaphor in yep. pop culture. Uh, up to a certain point in the movie, I loved all the Christ metaphors. Yeah. I loved all the Christ pictures in Superman, or in Man of Steel, rather, because they don't call him Superman. Mm-hmm. Um just of being the only son sent from this planet, he's a hope. He's um, he doesn't realize quite realize all this potential he has, but then he pushes it, you know. And he learns from his father. I liked that too. Uh-huh. Um, that his father is the one teaching him in mm-hmm. spirit, uh, but he has a physical. Yeah, did you think about that? Oh, but they, 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 then there came a scene oh boy. where Superman was questioning humanity. And he went to a church and talked to a priest. And no joke, I don't know if you noticed this, behind Superman was stained glass of Jesus Christ himself. And I just sat there and I was like, just take a hammer and hit me in the head with it because that would be less obvious than what you're doing right now. Okay? Um, So, yeah, I to that point... Um, I liked all of it until it just became too heavy-handed. Yeah. Um, Well, you you can almost... even if you don't like notice the whole Christ thing, it's it's very it's like when he goes into the ship and like mm-hmm. talks with his father. It's almost like Jesus going to the garden. Yeah, and, and oh yeah. It's, and it's a very it's a primordial thing, and that happens in like all the stories of mythology and stuff. So right. It's, it's kind of a cool deal that they tried to well, incorporate. Well, and I that. take it as you know, I only do what I see my father doing. You know, he yeah. he only does things where his dad's like, hey, you know, you could probably fly if you try real hard. <laughs> you know, like that type of stuff. Woo. Um. Anybody else have anything to say about the the Christ metaphors? 
it's, wow, it's got it's, it's good. Well, to, it's good to see it in modern movies. Um, I, guess. Yeah, I mean, it's always there. Um, Were you aware of what the the producers did with? Uh, oh yeah, the, they they sent press packets to churches. Yeah, to get pastors to go to mm-hmm. make it. Yeah, they uh, wanted they wanted the church to turn out for the movie. Yeah, uh, big time. Honest, I've never looked at Superman in that way. Really, and. Now you feel kind of the only, by, yeah. I was like, <laughs> the only son sent to Earth, yeah, has well, all it, these powers. It should be obvious. Didn't really ever think of it that way. And then though. he keeps. And well, then the S is all, It's not only in Krypton. Timothy, you got to face hope. the mic. It means hope in different languages right. too. It's not just in Kryptonian. All right. Um, I think I would recommend seeing this movie, but I can't once. say much more. Yeah, one, once, one, once. one, one, and done. You is could, fine. you could leave. For the last forty-five minutes, and not miss much. <laughs> I no, mean, you got to stay to the end. Still fighting. Um, that that was what killed it. it was I, I like the world sequence. they established, and I liked Ugh. all the casting. And I got to say, Michael Shannon, um, who played Zod, one of my favorite actors. Felt like he wasn't given a whole lot to do, but no. still, uh, I love him. Um, Man crush. Let's get into the spoiler talk. Because I have a lot of issues okay. with the plot of this Go. movie and some certain scenes. So if you've not seen Man of Steel, uh, time to turn off. off the podcast. You can you can skip to part two of our summer party. All right. First, I got to say, I mentioned a scene with Pa Kent that didn't work for me. Does mm. anybody have a guess what scene that is? The tornado. The tornado. Oh, Go ahead. So Joe, tell me about the tornado okay, scene. Okay, so there's a big old tornado, <laughs> and everybody's just standing around. And he's, just, he's just sitting there just like... Waving, hey, I'm about to get killed by a tornado, but, but don't save me. Hey, yes. I'm, I'm pa, you just got gonna... super powers. Pa Kent does not want people to know that... Uh, that... Su- Superman didn't need to use his superpowers, though. The guy could have just walked <laughs> leisurely. <laughs> yeah, I know. To well, save. I broken leg. You know that, right? Well, he yeah, he could have limped. I could have. Right. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. Break my leg. Here's, here's, here's one solution Superman could have done. I've read enough Superman comics to know he could have done a bajillion different things. He In the first Superman movie, spoiler alert, he spun the Earth backwards to reverse time yeah, and mm-hmm. save Lois Lane from dying. He could have saved his dad. It's true. Okay, Pa Kent is had, on this whole had thing. Had he learned his powers yet? No. Not so completely. He had, he had, and so he wouldn't be able to do that. But think about this. All he had to do was run over and be like, wow, Clark's really fast. Well, his dad was dying, so, okay. Because here's what's happening. Pa Kent doesn't want people to know that Kal-El has powers, right? So he's saying, don't save me from this tornado. While everybody else is hiding under a highway bridge, he, Pa Kent, is stuck out on the road. So Clark is being stopped from running and getting his dad and bringing him to safety. Mm-hmm. But Clark should have just ran over and freed his dad and then, like, just run off with him and be like, oh, we got cut up in the wind and just disappeared in a field or I something. I don't think he would and, have even had well, to use any superpowers to yeah, go and get him. I, I, I don't know if he just did. Jogged when he had there. to bring him yeah. back, though, he could have just held him, pinned him to the ground. He could have pinned him to the ground, yeah. You know, and say, hey, because we do in a tornado, you hide in a ditch, right? Yeah, 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 you, you hide you in a ditch. Say we, well, well, according to the movie Twister, you tie a belt to, like, a pipe. Yeah, <laughs> Anybody yeah. remembers that? It was awful. Um, <laughs> I have a solution. Okay. Let the dog die. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, my no! gosh. Nobody cares. No, it's a dog. You <laughs> never let the dog die, ever. People oh, will stop goodness. watching that movie. It's man's Women best friend. will stop yeah. watching that I'm movie. I'm sorry. If the dog dies. And also, I, I bet you. Was, I bet you... Clark just hated that dog after that. <laughs> <laughs> he probably supervision. You know what's funny is later you see like the dog's still alive, but it, I'm sorry, uh, they could have saved Pa Kent and the dog 
But you gotta let somebody go. Save your dad, not your dog. Wait a minute. What? Did he let the dog out of the car? Is that yes. what he did? Yeah, he let oh, the dog okay. out of the car. The dog ran back to the... Yeah. Okay. Alright. Okay, I got, I got a question. In the original, like, old oh. movies or the comics, did Pa Kent die? Or was uh, he alive, like, while he was in Superman? In Superman mythology right now, I think he's still alive. See, I don't know why they couldn't have just kept him alive. Yeah. Unless maybe they needed... Well, because the, there had um, to be some sort of tragedy. There had to be a know? big oh, reason yeah. why he didn't want to be known as yeah. Superman. Oh, and he uh-huh. uses that when Lois Lane yeah. right, approaches him. Oh, okay. Goes, you know, okay. He was, well, he, which he didn't think I'd be, they're both one, be ready for me. One of the best okay. sequences in the movie is when Lois is retracing his past. I yeah. love that. That, that was, was great. Good. Um, that was good. All right. So there's that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, one other small thing. It he just, just knocked out all the people around him and then went and saved his dad. Again, again he, did, he didn't have control of his powers yet. Um, yeah, if I would have killed him. <laughs> I know. General, General Zod and his people got sent into the Phantom Zone, right? Yeah. And apparently, I guess, you get out of the Phantom Zone for free if something happens to the leaders of the world or something. Well, no, the anybody cr- else? Krypton yeah, blew up. Because Krypton blew up, so it was like, oh, no, no, all the prisons are open. Yeah, so. no, because, like, the Phantom Zone was a thing they had created, and it was, like, a thing. No, it's not. A, it's, it's a thing not, they it's found. A, it's, it's a thing they it's found. A okay. It's a yeah. dimension. Oh, maybe they unfroze. Like, Still, I, I just know. had a problem with that of, like, yeah, Krypton yeah. blew up, so... Prison yeah, break. When I mean, saw the that. only thing I could think of that would have made made it, made it made sense yeah. was that the because it was still part of the ship that was still on this side of or this dimension. Yeah. That the if that destroys, it probably opens the dimension, lets them back in. I guess no, so. I mean, that's the only thing I could. Yeah. Imagine I don't know. I, work. I I I can see your point. I'm just saying it just kind of bothered me that like they should have had a better plan. That's than what, what I'm saying. I'm saying, but yeah, they didn't. Should have clarified it. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe one of the other ones because they said they were going to be encapsulated for like uh, something like 20 years or something. 30 cycles. 30 Sorry. cycles. So that that could have been years. all the time like Clark was traveling to Earth. Like they could have like. No. Well, if 30 showed him getting. Free if 30 away. cycles is 30 years, but I don't know. They got into a convoluted timeline. It didn't make sense to me completely. It's, yeah, I can't imagine you trying to throw over the government. Your only punishment would be 30 years. All right, I, I have two more gripes. Oh, Does gosh, anybody else okay. have some? Before we get to the last few scenes, before we get to the action the, set piece, does the, anybody else? Oh, the, yeah, the fight scenes were... Okay, ridiculous. before we get there, does anybody else have... Because um, I have one more. I that's... thought that maybe they didn't, they, didn't really ex- uh, they didn't really characterize Superman much after he met Lois Lane. Right. It's sort of like... Eh, they didn't, well, well, are you saying they forced the love story? Sort of, yeah. and like he didn't... They didn't have any like tension between them like he was so like chill and like she was the one constantly trying to like like you know tell me your name tell me your name yada yada right yada. okay was in in the classics superman was always an outcast right because of his weirdness right what do you mean like because like of superpowers and stuff like as a kid yeah yeah he was okay. He, he was always well. When I saw this movie, I thought it was of. a little dramatized. Actually, at that part about him well, being such an outcast. I when I saw it, that, I was like, mm-hmm. I did think it was funny. It was like most kids ride on a school bus and never more, have more than a fender bender, but his whole class is gonna drown. Yeah. And then he like, I'm gonna go work uh, on a boat, and like, there's an oil rig on fire. Like, it seemed like bad things happened to him in his life, just so we could see, yeah. you know, him trying to hide his superpowers, but then using him. Yeah, uh, but, but sort of in that worked for the story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand. Yeah. All right, here's a problem I have okay. that apparently nobody else has thought about. Um, 
Cal finds a probe ship that landed on Earth. Oh, in yeah. the Arctic, right? Yes. And it just so happens to have a video card from his dad loaded up in it no, no, with, no. wait, 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 with a super suit with their family crest oh, on it yeah. that he's like, <laughs> you know what? I better put a suit yeah. of some pajamas on there in case I ever have a son that ends up on one of those nope. pro planes. And it fits perfectly. And it fits him. But yeah. I, I, think, I think like and every one of them had that S on it. But it was no. his family crest. Yeah, different and people it was, had like It was yeah. blue and red. I mean, I didn't see... Do you see any blue and red in Krypton? No. 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 That's true. Like, and okay. also, everybody wore battle suits on Krypton. And, and his like, a cape. And his... Yeah, they're like, we'll just send you some pajamas with a cape. Yeah. So, like, basically, the that suit being there made no sense yeah. to me. Also, whatsoever. one other thing about the suit, there was no red underwear. There was no underwear on oh, I was fine with that. It was time for... To let that go. Yeah, it, it's Ian, time... Ian's having a problem here, guys. 2013 was the year we decided superheroes need to wear their underwear under the suit now. <laughs> thank, fine. Um, thank fine. God. You know... Super. I, I am not going to make a super jock step. Right I'm not going to do it. Um, all right, let's get into this fight because a lot of people have complained it that so Timothy, you've been complaining about it this whole time. I want you to stop eating chips and look into this microphone and tell us why that fight made no sense. Which one? The very well. You can talk about either one because both of them had some. Moments that I was like, why is that happening? Well, <laughs> you need to turn and look into the mic. You need to talk into the mic. He told me to turn. Mic shy. Oh. The table. Well, don't touch the table. Just look in the mic. All right. He's, he's, all right, he's, he's crying. So, he's so overcome with emotion. <laughs> There's a zebra in here. He's so, he's so overcome with... Okay. Yeah. You, you complained for like five whole minutes right before we started recording. It was terrible. That's, that's all I have to say. To okay. Say. No, I'm dead serious. That's all. It was just that bad. Help me out here, Joe. Um, Superman shows up in town and decides to have a fight in the middle of the street instead of trying to throw him into a Kansas cornfield, yeah, which is everywhere. Like, it Thank seemed like yes. there was a lot of places they could have used where there would be no collateral damage. Yeah. Like anywhere else yeah. besides uh, where they were. They're just like this little town <laughs> surrounded by nothing. Yeah. And they just decide to have it right it's there. Right there in yeah. the middle of town. It makes you what feel like we... Michael Bay showed up at some point and said, hey, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm going to put his input into this <laughs> movie. Let's, yeah. let's fight in this weird little town. But you I know, wonder what I guess Christopher Nolan wanna, was doing. You know, when he, was, was he was writing the checks and collecting he was writing the money. The <laughs> he, he was not. I bet. I, I, would, I would be totally surprised if Christopher Nolan was even there during the There was filming. also something that. Superman said before the fight started to the townspeople. Does anyone know what I was talking no. about? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just lock the doors, <laughs> not run away from town. Just lock. And you know what? They probably have storm shelters. Get in your storm shelters. But he was just like, no, lock the doors. Look yeah. out the glass so that's or whatever. Keep me out. Yeah. yeah, I can't break doors. I can't break the doors. Neither like, can they. Oh crap! Oh, deadbolt. Oh, but seriously, not just trying to pick him up and throw him into a cornfield. Well, that happened to Lois. That happened to Lois Lane. During that fight, she got True. she got thrown. Oh yeah, it seemed like she could have died. Almost. Actually, like just as much as they did in his childhood, like Trump, like almost sort of went overboard with all the bad things that happened to him. Yeah, is what they did in the fight scene too. Like oh, the, making like, it over everything could go like, wrong. Oh, all, no, all of the fight scenes were too long. I I would rather see like short, really efficient, choreographed fight scenes. Because, like, especially the one in the, you know, first you had, like, just the girl and Superman. Uh And they fought. 
And then you have like <laughs> the new symbol for fight on this podcast is clop like a horse. Luke's gonna hate that. <laughs> and then uh, and then and then the ship comes and there's a bunch of baddies. And then the planes come and crash and just it's so overboard. It's just too I know. much. Yeah. It's, it, um, I thought the well, longest one was the last one. Oh, it's, between, it's, it's crazy. The two giant ships, and then immediately after that, Zod gets up and fights him. It was like... He flies to the I, well, I do have to say... Much. Yeah. Let's talk about the biggest problem in this movie is the last 20 minutes where oh suddenly we're following Perry Mason, Lawrence Fishburne's character, who yeah. we barely know, and yeah. like this whole... He's, he's living in a Michael Bay film on the ground. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where he's trying to save people. Oh, the... Uh, the newspaper, newspaper people, yeah, okay. um, uh, they're like in the they're like in a Roland Emmerich movie on the ground, you know, just like, yeah. and they have these two Earth movers that are trying to crush yeah. stuff, yep. and I didn't have that many problems with that, but I don't know, I just the idea of like Superman can't just get flying real fast and just fly through it like like a bullet, you know, yeah, just make his body into a bullet and I fly think, through it. Yeah, they made him a like um, in that aspect, they made him a little too and it, weak, and it has like Doc Ock tentacles. Okay. Well, okay, but here's another question I have. Okay, during the fight between um, the Kryptonians and him, how did they gain their power so much faster than him? Because he's That's been on Earth for years and years and years, and he didn't have as much power as them. Well, he didn't test himself out as much, and they were warriors. But I still see your point. Yeah, because they just got there. That I I see that argument is a little even. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I did have a little struggle, but with I it. did have a problem Z- for like two minutes. Zod certainly like, learned pretty oh, quick. Yeah, because I, mean, I could, because they, the Kryptonians that had this the suits on, right? We're still breathing their air and stuff, right? They, they made that point when they brought Superman to the ship. Yeah, you know, cause he was breathing their air and stuff, but they they were still breathing their own air, so I guess that would allow them to keep some of their abilities and not right. have to, you know, transfer to Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Okay, okay. Can we can we go over one thing? What was the part where, like, he had a hallucination or it was a dream with Zod, where like he gets like sucked into the like the pit of like skulls? Oh, he's having like stuff. a he was having a nightmare. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he was okay. unconscious in that scene. Okay. Um, all right, but at the very end, people Uh-oh. complain about this, and I agree for the most part, except for I don't think they destroy a whole city, and it's not like in Kansas. Where they can't, there's people everywhere because they're in where they actually filmed was New York, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it, Timothy just said, I don't know why he didn't just say it in the mic. <laughs> uh, What'd you say? He killed more people than he protected. Yes. Because yeah, he's true. throwing Zod through buildings and the buildings are falling down. <laughs> and there's people so, in And there's. I, I can't. This, this baffles me. I can't see how he destroys it. I mean, is this, is what's wrong with a lot of these uh, movies coming out? Right. Uh, they're destroying so much, the world would not be able to withstand that. No matter if it's a superhero or not. Right. Realistically, if they destroyed that many buildings each yeah. time someone fought, uh, yeah, their, our economy would crash and we'd be living in huts. Right. Eventually. Um, and it's... <laughs> It, it, I I don't think I would want to live in the Marvel or DC universe for those no. reasons. Because yeah. um, they would get screwed up. Certainly not in a major city. Um, if you were a superhero, but the ch- odds are still New York unlikely. would be destroyed. <laughs> it's like more likely Magneto over. would just show up in your neighborhood one day and just oh kill gosh. you. Because um, <laughs> you're a human being <sighs> and you suck. Um, the, the end, though, of course, famously now, Zod gets his heat vision. 
and is going to kill a family with them. Oh, my gosh. And Superman does something that he has done before in the comics. Some people are mistaken on that. Superman has killed before. But to save this family, Superman struggles immensely with breaking Zod's neck. And I was with Superman on that part. Yeah. But at the same time, like, let's rewind and... Un- destroyed yeah, buildings. He destroyed all the buildings Four and stuff. people. Four people. Four people. <laughs> to save four people, he broke his neck. And yet he was chunking Zod through buildings. Yeah. Killing how many? Again, again that's, that's one of those mischoreographed choreographed like scenes because yeah. he, they could have made it to where they got to the neck breaking scene almost immediately but they wanted the fight to go on for the extra 30 minutes um the, yeah superman just needed to walk up to him and just, be, just problem break. solved yeah, well, yeah. Break his neck. He, he could have um, done that yeah. in the ship <laughs> he could have done that earlier the, uh, anyways one one ask, one little thing i did like about the fight was that there wasn't this incredibly ridiculous overabundance of kryptonite that there well, was Kryptonite no never even came up. In yeah, the, yeah, that's what I liked. That was something um, I liked about it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, two things. Prequel and a sequel type mm, thing. First, yeah. there was almost a prequel in this movie. Yeah. Like, it was the prequel to the Superman story of Russell Crowe's character, Jor-El, Kal-El's Jor-El. father. Um, all oh, that yes. was great. Oh, yes. And the best action scene may have been when he was inside the ship controlling the ship to save Amy Adams. I thought that was really so well cool. done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would almost just like to see a movie where it's Jor-El, like, give me the deleted scenes from Man of yeah, Steel that involve Jor-El, and I'll just watch that. Give me Russell and then, Crowe. And then I told Bethany, I would almost be happier with a movie where, like, it just no action scenes. It's just Superman flies for the first time, uh, and that's how the movie ends. It's just oh, yeah. it's just build up his backstory and be like, check it out. I'm strong enough now. I can fly, and, and the then me, it's over. And, and I'm music, like, yeah, the music's like super epic. <laughs> oh yeah, and then yeah. just everybody cries. Actually, um, they made it too long, way too long. Probably the biggest thing for me is I came up not expecting an action movie. And I got an action movie, but then again, it was it was Superman. I I, I that's it's wrong for me of thinking that, but the preview and like the first half of the movie didn't get good. me didn't get me into the the action part of yeah. it so much. Like no, I love I love the fighting movie, scenes yeah. if I'm like coming for an action movie, but I came to this not thinking of action movie for some reason. It's no, still, still Superman. It's still a comic movie, but it yeah I know yeah. it it was just it didn't feel like it yeah. They didn't like well because the, the first half of it wasn't. They didn't build yeah. up to it at all, really. Yeah, well, it was like a they uh, kind the, of built. Up. The phrase I've been using is they shifted gears too harshly. Yeah. Um, but let's. They're already supposedly working on a sequel. Oh crap! I can I can do a sequel for this <laughs> movie actually if they because now better. they've established the world well I and I like their I casting choices. So if they cast the right Lex Luthor, yes. I think they could make a very interesting yeah, I, movie. I don't think it'll be too hard to make a better um, movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold, Joe, but I hear you. Um, supposedly Maybe. they're already working on Justice League as well. Oh, um, wait. Yeah. Whoa, well, Mar- DC was like, look at all that Marvel money from that Avengers movie. We yeah. better get on that. Yeah, that's, that's been um, the plan for a while now. Yeah. Uh, but they're talking about not doing a uh, Flash or Wonder Woman movie beforehand they I just want to they just want to do i think not allowed no 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 they're gonna just do a justice league movie without 
doing a but, movie but they'll for be in Justice League. They'll be in the Justice League. Okay, they just I won't do a backstory. They won't do a, a movie with their backstory. I think, I think a, a Flash movie could be actually kind of interesting. A Flash oh, yeah. movie like would be good. Yeah. Well, actually, I think a Wonder Woman movie would be way more interesting. That's true. Because there's much more depth to her character. I mean, yeah, tell me two things. Obvious. Tell me two things about the guy who's the Flash when he's not wearing his costume. I can't. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even tell you what. Um, uh, He's, There's been a lot of them. Most of them are boring white guys, and most of them have been have been like crime scene investigators and stuff like that. My cops, extent but not of even the Flash, cops. my <laughs> so extent of the Flash and who he is, he's, he's really fast. quick. Whereas <laughs> that's all I know. And, and his but, costume comes out of a ring. That is kind of cool, though. Um, see him run to that rock and back. Want to see me do it again? I'm gonna say. <laughs> I want to say this though. Uh, the best Superman movies for my money are animated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All Star Superman. All Star Superman, which the comic book series is oh my maybe gosh. my favorite Superman series. You could, um, you could even go into I, 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 the Dark Knight Returns when he when it was the Batman movie. I actually got more. Yeah, I know. I know it's weird. I got actually more. It was like a character. shared movie. Yeah, at that I got point. more character yeah. out of Batman, or like I like the character. Well, because that story's so well written. Yeah. Um, there's also. Um, Superman Red Sun is a great story yeah. if you're looking to get in Superman. That's where Superman lands in the Soviet Union instead of uh, yeah. the U.S. Wow. And he grows up a communist what, what about, and is, does everything for the good of the motherland. What the heck? That amazing. sounds interesting. It is amazing. That sounds awesome. And I'm actually. praying that one day they do a cartoon movie of it because it, it's great. Oh, um, I need to borrow that from you. Uh, uh, no, it's a comic. It's a comic. comic. Okay. Yeah. I need to borrow that from you. Okay. What All was, right, that, what I was think... that one we watched the other day about... Um, that was Brainiac. Brainiac, yeah. That one was good, not was as, okay. as good as the best. No. Um, all right. I think that covers it. I think this is just going to be part one. We're going to we're gonna go to the pool. We're going to party. It's party, yeah. party. Uh, so you're, you're enjoying, I don't know, I guess the next episode will be 23, Luke. Yeah, okay. So this has been the 22nd episode of the Created Listening Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Created Listen. And thanks so much. Have a wonderful summer. And we'll be releasing stuff all throughout July, but uh, I will be out of town quite a bit. So maybe I'll talk about that next podcast. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Peace.